0: want to have your product or business featured on this podcast get in touch with us contact us through the website at potisteri.com for more information
1: you're listening to country squire radio
0: Welcome to our radio, I'm Beau. And I'm John David. Hey, Bo. Good evening, dude. Man, good evening to you, sir. How are you doing tonight? You know, I'm doing
1: pretty well now that uh, this episode is brought to us by Eagle Rare Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Yeah. Um, I kind of, I don't know, seeing that eagle on the front and getting a little bit of its uh, warm goodness in my
0: belly is, uh, it- it's good after a long Monday. I'm telling you, man. Actually, have you ever had this before? I never have. It's delicious. This was actually recommended, um, I was uh, not at our usual uh, uh, wine and spirits uh, store. Yeah, and uh, and I I was popping in. I needed to get some wine, and I mentioned he asked me what it, what my favorite was, and Buffalo Trace is typically my favorite bourbon.
1: Yeah, that stuff is fine. Oh, I
0: love it, uh, but they didn't have it. But so he recommended this to me, and uh, you know it's not bad. It's not Buffalo Trace, but it, it's definitely not bad. Yeah, I've, I've been yeah. enjoying it. Man, it's we'll, we'll so good. Keep around for the squire. I mean, there's somewhere. a
1: giant eagle, and it says "Life, Liberty, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness," the cornerstones of the birth of a nation. That's the um, American
0: spirits. I don't know, dude. I just
1: I think my uh, waka waka. <laughs> <laughs> That's so lame. And you hadn't had even si- even a sip yet. I had a little sip. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, man. I'm I'm doing good though. We had a um fun day at the shop today. It was kind of slow, but uh it was good opportunity to kind of catch up on some things and. Uh, man, get geared up for uh, the New Orleans Pipe Show, which is coming up on October 3rd. It is right around um, the corner. Right man. around the corner, man. I think we're at like, what, 19 days or something? I don't know. Something something just really, really short. And uh, yeah, man, working on the—and uh, and I, I really uh, lament this. I meant to bring uh, a creation tonight to share with you just so you could smell. I'm not quite done with it yet. And, man, it's getting close, so uh, I'm kind of burning the midnight oil here. But uh, as you know, and, and maybe some of our listeners, uh, the Country Squire has been invited to uh, produce the official blend of the 2015 New Orleans Pipe Show. D- um, that's the first I've heard of that. Is it the first you've heard of that? Yeah, man. Uh, I'm really excited. I, I should I, I I should be rolling this out in just the next few days. Uh, I, I've been working on it for several, several what, months what now. What can you tell me about it? What um, Man, I— I don't want to release a lot right now right. other than it's going to do a lot of justice to New Orleans. Okay. Like like I I feel like I feel like Louisiana, the deep south and New Orleans will all be particularly uh, represented in uh in
0: this tobacco and if that periques your interest then i'm sure th- i
1: think i deserve a toast on that one come on now if that periques your interest you like that geez. you like that yeah no, uh good. that was solid uh, um i wonder if that's ever been used. sure um uh, yeah but anyway I, we were really excited about it looking forward to rolling that out i I, I i may be done I, i've got a couple of different things i want to try first but i mean we're right there man, that's and awesome. uh so we'll be we'll be rolling that out next few days in a in a name and everything like that but uh <sighs> really excited man it's gonna be the spirit of uh spirit of the bayou yeah, so that. that's, that's not the so name cool. by the way but no, 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 no. Uh, but yeah it'll be it'll be great
0: I, I, man, I can't wait. You, you got to be careful about that. You have to. Um, I was, you know, I, I mentioned a while back. I gave this presentation on podcasting. Yeah, and I, I wanted to reply back because they asked for a name, and I was, I was going to reply back saying, "Well, you know, it'll take me some time to come up with something because I don't want to call it something dumb like the power of podcasting." <laughs> and then I thought, <laughs> wah, wah. Well, I thought, well, oh, wait, that's not that bad of a. That's name. actually not that bad. Delete, uh, delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we ended up rolling with it. But uh, but yeah, man, so, you know, podcasting is a, is a fun place to be in. Yeah, we, dude. We were actually just talking a little bit about uh, before the show just to how much effort goes into this podcast. Absolutely. And, uh, making sure that you guys have weekly content for the last over 100 episodes now, 100 weeks now, to make sure that you guys always have something good. Man, and some days, some days, it's just dragging. I remember last week in particular, I was just... I think the uh, technology... Uh, I don't know, villains or vipers or
1: whatever they are, were kind of, uh, I don't know, I think something was back behind your computer kind of pulling some cords last week.
0: It was <laughs> tough, man. It was tough. But, but one way or the other, we, we made it work out. And uh, But here's the thing. Look, I, you know, a lot of effort goes into to creating the podcast that you're, you're enjoying right now. And we try to be available to you guys on as many platforms as possible. But I did want to give you a heads up about something that is changing in the very near future. Yeah. Uh, if right now you are listening to this podcast through the podcast player Stitcher, you need to maybe not do that anymore. We are, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to be transitioning off of Stitcher. Um, there's reasons for this, and I'll just be very blunt about it. Uh, that's It's a platform that takes advantage of podcasters uh they they play ads over our content from time to time as you may have experienced we see no revenue for that uh they show ads on top of the content we see no revenue for that but more over and really what kind of bothers me because i put so much effort in making a quality product mm-hmm. they deteriorate the audio of the actual file as they're distributing it yeah and they in order to get on stitcher you have they ha- you have to give them rights to your content in order to do this it's, yeah. it's very very a lot of podcasters don't even realize they they get taken advantage of in this way uh, but anyway, so long story short, we're, I've wanted to move off them for a long time. And one of the, th- the reasons that was holding us back is because I'm, you know, I'm an Android person myself. I there weren't that, a
1: lot of great alternatives, to be honest with you. I right? mean,
0: it is one of, if not prime, a primary reason why we created the Satchel podcast. That's, right. That's is, right. Is to be a good quality for podcasters, for listeners experience. And you know, that audio quality in particular, I mean, I, I challenge you right now, if, if you're listening to this. On Stitcher, stop listening to it. Go get the Satchel application if you're on an Android. Listen to this exact same episode and you will be able to, to tell the difference. In fact, it was some of the early feedback we got from our closed beta was, Yeah, how yeah. do you make the audio sound better? Isn't that great? Isn't that it great? It's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, so... Long story short, um, over the next couple of weeks, we will be moving off uh, the our availability of new content coming from Stitcher. So uh, so I would encourage you, if you've got an Android phone, check out the Satchel podcast player or really almost any other po- podcast player than that one.
1: It's really well done, you know, too. I mean, I it just poking around. I'm not an uh, Android person. Uh, you know, I don't wear baggy shirts and undershirts and, uh, you know, have a pompadour hair and uh you know, shoulder pads and all that kind of thing. Oh it's, it's just not really my thing. Uh-huh. But, you know, if if I were, uh, you know, I would have an Android and I would certainly use the satchel player.
0: All right. Well, you know, you and your ponytail can enjoy your iPhone as far as long as you want.
1: Yeah. I, I, I love being at the forefront. <laughs>
0: For front of the kindergarten class there's anyway. like
1: there's like uh you know apple haters like it, it heads exploding right now yeah something like that
0: <laughs> well look man we got a uh we got a fun fun episode tonight uh we're gonna be doing a tobacco talk here in just yeah. a minute but yep. dude you know there's something i've been meaning to to kind of bring up on the show you know uh, a couple of weeks ago i was in grand rapids yeah we did the the meet up and we kind of get a, a little report from that particular episode and uh you know i always i do some fishing while i'm there This particular last trip to Grand Rapids, the bugs were swarming like crazy. Oh, you felt like you were right at home. Well, I mean, yeah. You're not not lying. But what I noticed is once I started lighting up my pipe, no more bugs. Okay. That's it, interesting. It was almost like a smoke screen around me or something like that. And I'm kind of yeah. curious because I asked you about this, if, if maybe this, this would be a good pipe question of the week. You admitted that you hadn't had a whole lot of experience. I, to be honest, yeah, I never really had. And so what I'd like to do just kind of before we dive into our content today, I'm almost kind of just pitching this as a pipe question to the audience um, and head over to Twitter, head over to Facebook, let it let us know. But in your experience, does smoking a pipe actually a deterrent for bugs? Because so far that seems to be the case with me. Not I don't know sure if it was a fluke or if that's that's kind of a thing.
1: Yeah, you know, I, Bo, you come over to my house quite regularly, and I've got a you know big front porch in my house that it is not screened in, but it, it's one of my you know favorite rooms of the house. I Always like to say because it's just so big. It's real real pleasant to sit up there. It's kind of high off the ground, but that's kind of my place where I smoke my pipe at mm-hmm. home. And you know what's funny is I I have never really noticed it keeping bugs away um, you know, the pipe, uh, even when I'm out there puffing on a pipe, just enjoying myself, uh, even with the porch being kind of high off the ground, uh, for me, it, you know, the bugs tend to, if there is some kind of barrier, it, Provides they kind of tend to get through that. But um, that's just my personal experience. Well, I don't know. I should mention... That Maybe the, I'm so irresistible that they just fight it. That could be. I mean, obviously the women do that to me. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> In that imaginary universe that I think of every night. I will say this. It,
0: <laughs> specifically, it was uh, Yellow Jackets. So I don't, okay. I don't know yeah. if that plays a factor either. But anyway, yeah. just, just Well, there could of, be. I was just kind of curious. I wanted to I wanted to pitch that out, but I keep on forgetting. And so I wanted to... If, if y'all have had any experience with that, or if we've got any uh one who studies bugs not a botanist but that's plants. entomologist entomologist we got an entom- entomologist listening <laughs> let us know curious of your thoughts there
1: it was funny we uh this weekend had celtic fest at yeah, uh, in, yeah. in jackson we actually didn't mention that but uh had celtic fest it was a good turnout and uh, a little slower than last year so we were kind of disappointed in that but man the weather was gorgeous and uh just so pretty everyone was super comfortable and um, man, it was just a lot of fun. Always, always an interesting opportunity to do some uh, some crowd watching <laughs> at, at, at Celtic Fest. Yeah,
0: you know, it was uh, it was requested that we do a Periscope while we were at um, Celtic Fest. Yeah, and I only had the briefest. You know, in, in past years, I've tried to to hang out by the by the booth and look. Yeah, pretty. you didn't have a whole lot of uh, didn't have a whole lot of time. Look, we, we you know, juggling. This is the first time we had both children at the at Celtic Fest, so it's a little bit more hands on than yeah. it has been in the past. Yeah, and uh, and of course, one of them is now able to run around and i mean she was all into the kaylee dancers and getting to see that and we went to the uh the general store and and did all the fun ag museum things as well yeah but uh but i tried to come by for a minute and i tried to do a periscope but didn't didn't pan out unfortunately yeah
1: there's no telling i I think the reception over there is kind of bad but um i I brought that up because i was going to mention we uh We had, um, and I I don't even know what exactly prompted this to come into my mind just now, but we had a guy that came up and he was like, man, I've just got this loose stem and I don't know what to do with it. And I was like, okay, do you ever go to the farmer's market? And he was like, I mean, not really. And I was like, okay, go to the farmer's market, go to guy in the back corner. His name is such and such. He sells blocks of beeswax and go get you some beeswax. Yep. And uh and, and 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 you know, rub that on your tenon. And I kinda told him what, you know, if, if you smoked it a few times that might help tighten it up and all this stuff. And he, you know, after I gave him this long uh you know, explanation of where to go and, you know, who to talk to, he just looked at me and he said, I raise bees. And I was like,
0: Oh, you're the beekeeper then. I mean, just go in your backyard and get it. I kinda felt like an idiot. Man, well look, we got an awesome show for you guys today. We are doing a tobacco talk. Yeah. And man, I'm hoping you got some goodies there. I see it I do. kind of behind the uh, the bourbon right here. But if, if you've never listened to a tobacco talk before, this is your first time, welcome. Uh, tobacco talk is a little bit more of kind of your traditional approach to reviewing tobaccos on the internet, with the exception is we don't actually smoke them on the show. It's a podcast, so there's that, there's that element there. We've got children in the next room, but we do open them up. We do talk about the history of them, the texture of them, the smell of them. Yes. And oh my gosh, I cannot wait. Ow. So what do we got today? Yeah, I'm
1: excited. I, I loved uh just kind of getting a refresher course on these today as I puffed them throughout the day just to kinda kinda remind myself how, how they are and what they're about. But uh yeah, a couple of good options today. The first one uh is the um as if you're watching live you can recognize immediately that uh signature Sutliff 10 there. But uh it's a Sutliff private stock. Mm. Uh it's called the BRG mixture. Uh and this is a mixture that is a uh, kind of a clone of the old Briggs mixture. Now, Briggs tobacco was around a long time. Uh, I believe it was made by House of Windsor, uh, just a you know company that doesn't exist anymore. But it's a it's a Burley Virginia mixture. Uh, and it's one of those that just, you know, old timey mixtures got a lot of a uh, lot of really interesting uh story behind it a lot of folks you know smoked it, liked it throughout the years, and it's one of those that you can't find anymore, but a few different companies have made clones of it and um uh, and it and it's and it's quite good really uh when you open the tin uh what what do you smell when you open the tin but? you don't want me to say it uh, I might raisins, oh man, golly, I'm... raisins and figs right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've gotten to where that is not an acceptable answer. I anymore. know that's why. All
0: right, give, give me another whip. Ooh, on. it smells like raisins. It smells like raisins. Craisins?
1: Is it craisins?
0: <laughs> craisins, but more raisiny. With more raisiny. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: Well, it, it's a it's a fine tin note when you open the tobacco. Um, this is like I said, a burly Virginia mixture. Um, it's it's super soft. Uh, you know, kind of kind of moist when you open the tin, which is uh, you know characteristic of Sutler Private Stock tins. And, um, you know, it's one of those that it's got, uh, to me anyway, a decent nicotine kind of pump on it. But, you know, the flavor is not overpowering at all. It's, um, you know, really light uh, flavor, you know, signature, burley, Virginia's, kind of sweet. There's a little liquor topping on it, you know, maybe some whiskey on there, uh, which is quite pleasant. Um, And so when you're smoking it, you kind of got these hints of like sweet and then nutty uh yeah. which is which is really nice along with the with the whiskey kind of liqueur flavor
0: so. you, know, you mentioned so it's a, a heavy virginia burley mix right yeah that's is, right. is that what really, real heavy on the burley which which one of those and again i know you don't like raisins but it's, <laughs> it's common enough mentioned that obviously people recognize a certain something yeah
1: that that, that that's true and for those watching and listening to live you know it's uh we we we're picking on people that always open tins and basically are like, oh, it smells like raisins. You Speaking know, picking on me, I I, I, I get that all the time. I, I've kind of got this running joke, like you know, at the shop, there is no raisin flavored tobacco here. Like, and uh, every single time someone opens a tin, they they always get raisins. Not but, everyone has um, your palate, <laughs> but the, I, you know, I guess I, I don't know. I mean, I, I what do raisins smell like anyway? I it's I don't like want to talk about like, it, but this. that's exactly <laughs> what they smell like. But uh, I mean, smoking this is interesting. It's got it's it's actually pretty cool in the tongue uh stays lit quite easily uh in my opinion you probably will want to let it dry out a little bit uh as you as you open a first your first tin uh you know maybe let it sit open for a little while um the one thing kind of one beef i have with this tobacco and uh some some tobaccos just have this and i don't know kind of where this is coming from really it's not all aromatic tobaccos certainly not all you know Virginia or Burley tobaccos but uh, something about this particular tobacco leaves kind of a filmy aftertaste on my tongue and there, there's just that's all I know how to say it's kind of a filmy uh, residue that does that not necessarily just, just kind of like selling kind of lingers yeah. yeah so that's why I you know personally after I smoke this uh, it's such a pleasant smoke it's got a great uh, you know room note to it. And one of those that you're certainly enjoying, but uh, I don't know, after each puff, you kind of put your pipe down for a little bit and you kind of have that. So, um, you know, if I were rating this like out of five stars, um, I'd probably give it a two
0: and a half or three out of five. Now, you know, they've got the tagline here, BRG Mixture, when you need a friend. Yeah. And I love that. Is that a Sutliff thing or is that just specific to this blend? Actually,
1: it's specific to the blend. So the old Briggs mixture, uh, if you saw the can and you can actually Google it, some people even, you know, find them on eBay and whatnot. But the Briggs mixture tin of tobacco, uh, the tagline was when a feller needs a friend. Is that right? <laughs> and so that just kind of transplanted that to, to this blend. That's but, so cool. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, um, but anyway, uh, you know, uh, BRG mixture from um, Sutliff private stock. Uh, you know, it's a good option, particularly if you like, uh, you know, kind of soft Virginia burl. It's a good all the time smoke. Uh, but just for me personally, and that might be a personal thing, it kind of has that filmy thing on the end. So, uh, not my personal favorite because of that, but, uh, the smoking experience itself is, is quite nice. Right on. Yep. All
0: right. What else you got for us?
1: Yeah, man, I'm excited about this one. Uh, it, it is just a really, Fascinating interesting tobacco. Uh, I had the pleasure tonight of bringing uh, McClellan's Royal Cajun dark and uh this is a really fascinating tobacco to me so um you know you, you look at the tin, it's got kind of uh, McClellan's uh signature. Um, you know, uh, whale in the sunset there, kind of, you know, overlooking the ocean. Yeah, it's the first thing uh, I noticed. And, and then everything on the side is this really dark-looking kind of uh, chunky tobacco flakes that are that are all around. I'm going to read you uh, the back of the tin. It says, A blend of five exceptional red and stove Virginias, seasoned liberally with cool, subtly smoky Cajun black. An incredible smoking experience, uh, deeply rich in flavor, compelling in aroma, exquisitely mild on the palate, amazing. Try our other first-in-the-world Cajun black blend, Special and Ebony. So, uh, basically, what what McClelland has done here, uh, back maybe six, seven years ago, something like that, I, it might be five or six, I don't know, but uh, they introduced this idea of uh, Cajun black or Acadian black tobacco, and so, Bo, you know, as you're familiar with and we've discussed on the show before, um, you know, Perique, per, yeah. periquing tobacco is a certain variety of this burley, you know, and then they, they ferment it and Perique it and it becomes Perique. Um, what, what they've done here, and this is really interesting, this is like if Latakia and Perique and Virginia's all kind of got together and had a baby. That's not possible, but if it were... yeah (laughs) in some genetically modified universe interesting um yeah they they would they would make what's called this cajun dark And, and so it's or cajun black it's really fascinating um you know basically what they do is they take these virginias and they they smoke them over these fires it's it's almost like a hybrid between the process of a uh, how they do uh, Kentucky dark fire tobacco, right? And also how they do Latakia. So, so they do that. But then after they do that, uh, and these are Virginias. Remember, these right. are just Virginia tobaccos. Which you, you know, when you think of Virginias, you think of natural sweetness, kind of uh, typically bright flavor. You know, it, some of the reds are a little more mellow or uh, dark. But um, you know, anyway, you take you take these Virginias, you you smolder them over these fires, and then you, um, and th- and then what they do is they actually. Uh, Ferment them in barrels, just like you would Perique. Mm, yes, and so it's this really interesting flavor. the 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 um, Cajun black is a tobacco that you know it's it, this doesn't have any tobacco in it that's that's anywhere close to latakia, but it tastes like latakia. It's got those notes of latakia that that's awesome. that kind of campfire uh, smell, that uh, kind of um, I don't know, peaty kind of smell like a scotch or something, uh, but then. It also has the sweetness and just a little of the pepper of a Perique because it has been fermented. So uh, it's just really a fascinating tobacco. Uh, no flavoring at all. It's when you smoke this, it's just like like velvet. It's it's really interesting. But but crack this open. Tell me, I, I know the entire tell time me, uh, you're describing. I'm like I just want to open. it. Yeah, it's just a really different
0: tobacco. Give us your first impressions. Oh wow, that's a gear shift right there from the last one. We're yeah, describing what describe what you see there. I mean, just straight up black. Mm-hmm.
1: Dark, dark, dark. It's kind of reminiscent of, you know, black Cavendish, really. I mean, it looks it looks straight up black. And, and when, you know, you read on the tin, it's a mixture of stoved and uh, red Virginia's, you're like, man, I don't see hardly anything red in that tin. But You think
0: about, like, um, and, and for, you know, some of the newer newer guys, uh, you, to kind of paint a picture for you, think about if you, you had a fire pit yeah and uh and you know you, you come back the next day and the embers <laughs> are just black yeah just charred black kind of the leftover pieces of wood or something and honestly yep. if you imagine that with just a little bit of that uh hickory smell in, in there yeah that's, i can see that that's about what what you kind of expect That's
1: that, that's about what you smell dude you know, what's interesting is when you smoke that bow uh i think you might even like this tobacco because I'm, I'm tempted what, yeah what, you know i know you don't smoke a lot of english blends uh you know certainly you know
0: I think I've shifted a little
1: bit, yeah, and maybe. I know you've kind of moved in that direction yeah. some. But but this could be, uh, you know, this could be a non-aromatic that you could get into. And I say English because this does have the smokiness of of like a latakia or something. But but it doesn't have latakia in it. It's really interesting. You smoke this, and and it's it's very deceiving. You you smell it out of the tin. It sounds it smells bold and mm-hmm. uh, rich, and it, and it is both those things. But. It's also got a hint of sweetness. A lot of folks, when they talk about it, they talk about the cocoa that they taste. Uh, And and it's just so velvety, rich and and velvety, almost like a German chocolate cake or something. Just really, really rich. And along with that, you get the light hints of peat and uh, and smokiness, maybe a little molasses too, which is kind of interesting. But it's just a great tobacco, really well-rounded. You know, for me, not an everyday smoke. I tend to like brighter leaves but um you know it's one of those that uh is just gonna really throw you for a curveball but uh
0: is delicious i love on the tin itself like at the very base it says like three times over and over dark 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 i know as if like they they want to really make sure you get it yeah that you talk about <laughs> setting the expectation but they you know it's funny too because with with that um that mcclellan whale which is yeah you know is now just you know if you see it you know it's mcclellan mm-hmm. That laid over the the dark black tobacco leaf.
1: It looks pretty sharp. Uh, it
0: looks awesome. Honestly, the first thing I thought of was pirates. You know what I mean? Like yeah, it was just a kind of yeah, a, almost like that. a Moby Dick pirate type of blend somewhere in there. Just because mm-hmm. it's it's kind of like that black flag, and then obviously that you know the the McClellan Whale takes on different characteristics based on what tint it is and what's kind of surrounding it. I That's think right. Specifically, like Christmas blend and mm-hmm. how it's highlighted in gold. Yep. And actually, you know we. At some point, we keep saying this. At some point, we're going to have. I, I think their um, their designer their uh, their
1: co- yeah their pre- the president of the company Mary McNeil. Yeah, she'll, uh, she'll join us on the show at some point, which we're excited about.
0: And I know it's like it's like three or four times we've said that. It's about three or four times that we've had her contact information. and We just haven't. Re- I mean, she's expressed interest in coming. Absolutely, on the show. we just so, I mean, got to make it happen. We just so. got to make it happen. <laughs> but um, but man, that. Yeah, I just love, I've come to appreciate their branding uh, in the way that they've been able to make it so unique for every single tobacco and kind of what that that experience is. Well, it's simple, but you feel like you're buying something really special. Well, it sets- And and you are. It sets the expectations so well. You know, like you shouldn't, in my opinion, I mean, like, and there's different philosophies on this, I'm sure, but, you know, that, that idea of like when you pick up the tin- and when you open it up and you get that room note, it's like, yes, this, everything matches up. It's, it's not a bait and switch. It's yep. not, you know, the, the person who walks away thinking they were getting something else and, and everything else, but no, it, it matches so well. So anyway, I'm just tipping my hat cause I'm. I'm becoming to appreciate McClellan not just their tobaccos which are extremely fantastic, but uh, but just the way that they've they've marketed them and yeah, and
1: how they communicate what their products are yeah, are about. Too absolutely, it's
0: pretty great. So great stuff.
1: Yeah, I I really would uh, would you know encourage folks to try that tobacco, particularly if they. Uh, Maybe you're a little scared of Latakia blends, but, you know, want something that will stretch them a little bit. Mm. Uh, What an interesting tobacco. It's just one of those that uh, is full-bodied. It's definitely a full-bodied, you know, smoke, but it's one of those also that uh, just has kind of this, uh, you know, strange, wonderful Rich sweetness to it. That's also also kind of cool. So uh, anyway, really nice. If I were doing uh, five stars on uh, the McClellan Royal Cajun Dark, uh, I'd do four out of five.
0: All right, right on, brother. well, you know it it nights like tonight when we do tobacco talks it makes me almost wish I didn't have an infant child. <laughs> We've talked about this before but and and you know new new dads out there can can relate. You know you want it, to, it's not you can't smoke around the little kids. I mean some people do but uh but I'm I'm not a fan of it. And uh man <laughs> <laughs> the kids they're holding me back. They're holding me back. No it's, man, it's it's I I stuff.
1: understand, you know everyone's kind of got their own limits but uh you know it. Uh, it, it certainly is something you you got to pay attention to. But um, man, there these are great tobaccos. though.
0: look, there's benefits in having kids in this day and age, and and chief among them is Star Wars is returning. That's right. I and mean, you know, with with the return of Star Wars, and and you know, if you, if you've listened to this show for even a small stretch, then you know that uh, at least one of us is super into Star Wars, and the other one of all things, you're at least well versed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know who Yoda is? Absolutely. You're not going to say he's one of the Avengers. I I know who Boba Fett is, dude.
1: I, you know, cred. I, yeah. I mean, I, I might kind of want a little Boba Fett. Figurine,
0: dude. No, look, man. I'd love a Boba (laughs) Fett. I was, I was looking at getting a Slave One. Uh, uh, you know, I've got, I've got. You can't see it on the live show, but I've actually got an X Wing, a Lego X Wing, and behind me, I forgot about that thing, Lego Tie Fighter, and the next one I was thinking about getting was a Lego, um, Slave One, with the Boba Fett ship, yeah. But uh, here's, here's the beautiful thing about Star Wars coming back. They've got a new book out, yeah. Which, uh, you know, they they did the whole reset of the canon and everything else, and everything that came before is. You know, it's 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 not it's not necessary. I mean, it's still good to read, but it's not legit, right? It's not connected with the movies. That's right. But everything that's come out since is connected with the uh, with the movies, and specifically this new book, Aftermath. Now, Aftermath takes place between Return of the Jedi and this new upcoming film, which looks fantastic. Okay. Okay. And uh, and so I have yet to read it. I bring it up because, you know, with Audible, and we love Audible, if you go to com slash CSR right now, you can actually get a free audiobook. And the wonderful thing is, if you are an Audible subscriber, if you stay on, every single month you get a credit that you can use towards any book whatsoever. Yeah,
1: which I just use the mess out of.
0: Yeah, and I mean, the great thing is, you know, beyond that, you can also get discounts on other books and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying I game the system. I just, the way that I use it is I always just use that free credit. Yeah. And so that credit is coming up. In a couple of weeks that's exciting actually not even a couple of weeks, I think in a couple of days next week i 've got it on my calendar so that I can get star Wars after <laughs> dude, I am so ready. I was reading the Art of the Start, which is a fantastic book i've recommended yeah it before. yeah we 've talked about that before and uh, and that 's a fantastic book but no i I've, I've I sped through the the last couple of chapters just so that I could get done with it before I mm-hmm. could get my my aftermath on so i 'm mm-hmm. really looking forward to reading that. That's the beautiful thing about Star Wars right now is is there's more content coming out even beyond the movies. And if you want to get in on some of these audiobooks, you got to do it through Audible. So audibletrial.com slash CSR. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. All right, man, we got a wonderful pipe question of the week, and it is brought to us by the New Orleans Pipe Show. Ow! You know, man, it's coming up so soon, dude. Dude, I'm so excited. It's coming up way too. Like, it seems like every single day. Yeah, I'm actually kind of nervous. Yeah, that's. I mean, like we got we got a room, so we're good there. I still need to call and make sure I understand exactly what they want us to do because I know we're popping up and doing some stuff. Yeah, and we've got like a booth, and we'll be doing some recordings while we're there, and it's going to be a lot of fun. We're, we, uh, I think we mentioned this on the show. We'll hopefully be doing one, if not two, live shows from New Orleans. Yeah, on site, uh, on site, and and also uh, the night before on our balcony. So if you want to see what Bo and JD are like when we have been out and uh, uh, having a little bourbon in New Orleans. And then come (laughs) partying up on the balcony. If you throw me some beads. We'll throw throw some beads out. It'll be fun. It'll be great. But uh, (laughs) anyways, so check it out. NOLA Pipe Show. It is coming up. That's the first weekend in October. So right around the corner. If you haven't registered yet, you're behind the times, honestly. I'm a little embarrassed for you. But you need to do it. You can still do it. So do that. NOLAPipeShow.com. All right. This one did not come in anonymous. But based on the question, I'm making it anonymous. Okay, that's fair. All right. What advice would you give a wife, girlfriend, or daughter who knows nothing about pipes but wants to buy one as a surprise? Now, let me twist that up a little bit. Okay, okay. Because there's a lot of wives, girlfriends, and daughters that smoke pipes. That's true. So let's just say if you've got a significant other, you don't smoke a pipe, that significant other does, you want to buy a pipe for them, what would you, John David, say to them... If you yourself know nothing about pipes, if, they, if those per- people, I don't know anything about pipes, yeah. I just know my significant other really loves it.
1: Yeah, it, it it's funny. I'm in the position, which is nice, of knowing a lot of our regular customers. And so when people that do know someone come in uh, and ask, hey, I've got this significant other, their name is, you know, uh, Bo York, and you know they they want uh you know to get a gift for this person. Well, I know you, Bo, and I kind of know what you like, and I know
0: my wife has come in and done that.
1: that. She has, yes, she absolutely has. (laughs) Um, but you know it, I had the you know kind of uh benefit of knowing you know kind of a lot of our folks, but you know if that's not the case and you don't uh, be sure to pay attention to kind of what your what your significant other already has. You know, typically if most of their pipes are going to be straight pipes. Uh they're probably going to want a straight pipe. Uh you know, if most of them are smooth, they'll probably want a smooth pipe. And and then you've got that guy or that that gal that you know has all of the same thing, and really, you want to get them something totally unique and different, uh, and and that's appreciated too. So, um, you know, honestly, I I think you could go either way. Um, it's one of those things. If you if you know you've never seen a person with a different kind of pipe in their mouth other than a certain style, uh, definitely go with something that style. You know, if it's a straight pipe with a Dublin shaped bowl. Uh, you know, if it's someone that likes to sit there a long time to smoke their pipe, uh, you know, where it's kind of a relaxing after work type thing, uh get them a large bowl pipe, you know, get them something that uh where they can sit there a long time. But um other than that, I think you have to do a little homework kinda mm-hmm. on who you're who you're shopping for, um, you know, just to kind of see what direction to go in. As far as tobaccos go, um, you know, that's that's kind of a wide open thing. You know, typically when tobacco's come up for people and they're like, well, I don't know what he smokes. And I have no idea. Well, what does it smell like? Well, I mean, it smells like tobacco, (laughs) you know, at that point, I kind of would, would, uh, recommend people maybe just get some kind of neutral, maybe Virginia or Burley mixture, uh, that just kind of has, uh, you know, a just a group of flavorings that might appeal to a lot of people. Um, But, you know, if you you know for sure that someone likes really sweet stuff, then uh, obviously you need to get them an aromatic. Uh, You know, if they, uh, you know, smoke up, light up their pipe and uh, it smells like, you know, they're burning tar, then you need to get them an English blend. So Mm. That's good. (laughs) I think that's all I've got for you, though. Like, you know, the the main key is pay attention to what they've already got and kind of go from there.
0: And I'll also add in, make friends with your local tobacconist. Yeah, because even if you yourself do not partake, they can they can be the secret agent for you. Well, and what's interesting is that the Squire, uh, if you
1: join our Loyal Squires Club, which is free for, for folks, uh, we actually have a registry for our members. Oh, nice. and so uh, it's really nice if you join the Loyal Squires Club, uh, you know, I've got a file for every single member. And so I can pull that and, uh, you know, that's where they've checked off. I like aromatics. I like flake tobaccos. I like uh, Virginia blends and... You know, a bent pipe, smooth pipe, straight pipe. I really prefer Peterson's or, you know, uh, I don't know, Brebbia's or something. And, and you know, just kind of go from there. So that kind of gives us an idea of what,
0: what folks enjoy. Yeah, that's good stuff. Yep. Well, hey, great pipe question of the week. If you'd like to send in one, send it in. CSR at potastery.com. That's P-O-D-A-S-T-E-R-Y.com. Quick Fire with the squire. Quickfire questions, man. We have got some great ones. I'm excited about this. this bring the heat. From Eric. Now, Eric's, uh, you know, we, we've mentioned it before, a lot of people send them in with kind of a theme. Yeah. The theme tonight is worship. Okay. Um, wow. Okay. This is interesting. Dude, I love, yeah, I, I, I specifically chose these because I, I, I like kind of diving into the, uh, the, the worship, kind of the more Christian aspects, especially on an episode that we go heavy tobacco. Yeah, seriously. Man, uh, this is, yeah, this is interesting. Bring this it. Is good. All right, here we go. Would you rather hear camp songs played by a praise band or traditional hymns accompanied by a pipe organ? Um I'm a sucker for a pipe organ, I got to be honest.
1: I I I don't know the 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 high church anglican in me kind of kind of likes that, you know, I don't know the high church, 17, Presbyterian, seventeen fifties feeling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I just kind of like that. I don't know. I gotta go with the pipe organ, but I, but I think most you know people our age nowadays would would go for the praise band. Yeah, So I don't know.
0: That's a to tough each his own. One. Yeah, it depends on the hymn. You know, I, I, admittedly, like Ruf, uh, which is Reform University, Reform University Fellowship. For those of you who uh, who might not be familiar, yeah, it was a you know it's kind of a, a on campus college uh, uh, ministry. And I remember hearing a lot of traditional hymns played acoustically on guitar for mm-hmm. the first time. Mm-hmm. And I really, I just kind of shook things up a little bit and really enjoyed that. So I guess I got to go that route. I mean, I do like the organ. Like, it just depends on the hymn.
1: Yeah. I'm just going to... Nothing like a mighty fortress is our God
0: on a really powerful pipe. That's or. right. That's right, man. You <laughs> belt that out with the powerful uh, choir behind it for sure. All right, bring it. Next. Would you rather see clergymen, deacon, altar servers... And lector, all wearing traditional robes and vestments, inside the cathedral, inside a cathedral, or a young hipster pastor in a <laughs> in a Jesus-inspired affliction T-shirt, gathering <laughs> inside a meeting room void of icon uh, iconography.
1: That is that is fantastic. That what a dichotomy. You know, it's like do, you know, are, are you are you basically looking you know, high church? You're going either li- way, li- li- liturgical, or do you want the you know the guy with the just a couple visible tattoos, so you know he's kind of been around the block a few times, you know, and like, <laughs> um, yeah, I gotta I gotta go high church again, dude. I, I like uh, I like the smells and bells. I don't know, that's yeah. just part of my again my tradition, but um, you know, something about getting caught up in all the um the the glorious uh I don't know just entrapments that come with uh come with high church. I, I tend to go that route, so I'd have to go with the first.
0: If I have to choose, like if these are my choices, right? <laughs> um, I mean, for me, and this is obviously no judgment, but I just the high church thing. I, I grew up my my uh, I like to say I'm half Catholic because on my mother's side, it's it's a huge Catholic family, yeah. And so every Christmas we would go uh, to church, and that was you know I grew up Presbyterian and and, and still in the PCA and uh, and very much so uh, there. But, but you know, Christmas and kind of the Catholic experience was all kind of tied together. Yeah. And so that kind of extreme high church from that standpoint of everybody, you know, wearing yeah. robes and everything else yeah. is kind of tied with me to Christmas as well. So I guess if these are my my two choices, I'd probably go that route. No disrespect, of course, to the uh, to the hipster pastor, but um, just, just personal preference. Do I you know suppose. my serving alb is in my car right now? Uh, yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised in the slightest. All right, here's the last one. All right, bring it. Do you want to be part of a big crowd at worship or do you want to be part of small gathering of less than a dozen? The latter. Yeah, me too. Yeah. yeah. I,
1: I love the intimacy of like getting to actually do life with people, you know? Yeah, that absolutely. whole part about um Connecting over real issues, and you know, not really. I I feel like a lot of Christians nowadays. uh, You know, and and I've been guilty of this myself too. I I I hate to always point at other people, but um, you know, we kind of go to church for entertainment sometimes. Mm. And and you know, I I like the idea of getting together with a small group of people, and uh, and just doing life. You know, so I'd I'd probably have to go that route. I think everyone likes that. Like even if you're not a Christian or not a believer of any stripe, like. You know, we all yearn for some kind of connectivity, some kind of, uh, I don't know, be, being known. We all want to be known to our corest, our, our most base uh, core, you yeah. know. And I, something about small groups, I think, really uh, encourages that.
0: You know, I, I I like that idea of kind of looking at it through the lens of just, from any stand, standpoint, right? Because, I mean, like, if you think about kind of... If I could choose between going to, like, a Comic-Con or yeah. sitting around with, like, friends and disgu- at the comic shop and discussing something and, and yeah. kind of arguing, they both have their merits, right? Like, going sure. and being part of something really big is it's cool because you're kind of connected to this bigger thing that's going on. But if you're talking about an ongoing basis, yeah, a rhythmic rather, way of life kind of thing. You and know? of course this stems from the fact that for the longest time we were, we, we had a uh, ongoing men's group as well, that, yeah. which is how we met. And so I think that, yeah. that that kind of plays into it as well. So yeah, I, I think, uh, I think the, uh, the ladder on that one as well. Got
1: go to go the small group. These are those were interesting questions, man. Well done, Eric. Yeah, kind of yeah, bringing up some uh some personal stuff for me and Bo, but uh
0: yeah, it's great. I like it. Quick fire
1: questions can be both fun and they, They're kind of piercing sometimes. Yeah, I like, that. I like um, that. you know, people we we've made a lot of friends all over and uh you know, it's just good to good to let the curtain down a little bit.
0: Well, great questions, Eric. Those uh, were good. Look, we love getting quick fire questions, especially when they have kind of a theme. So be sure to send them in and uh, kind of let us know what that theme is. CSR mm-hmm. at is Those were you great. Do? Your thoughts, your, your comments. comments. Listener, Listener feedback. All right. Listener feedback this week. Man, this is awesome. Uh, first one comes to us from iTunes. Uh, Tmos 4444. Four 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 fours. So four 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 on iTunes says, uh, "Kill a show and cool dudes." Almost everything I know about smoking pipes I learned from JD and Bo. They always sound like two guys I'm just sharing a bowl with and life with. Uh man Tim Timos thank you so much that's awesome brother thank you for uh, for tuning in
1: that's really great yeah we uh, we're we're very honored that we've kind of uh, been your gateway that's that's wonderful uh the next one on iTunes comes from a PRC fan uh he says back porch sitting as a kid i grew up sitting on the back porch listening to my dad and ralph telling stories smoking cigars and grilling and while I stumbled onto your podcast quite by accident, I can't help but feel like I'm back on the porch again. Uh, furthermore, as a father, uh, husband, and Christian school administrator, I find your podcast the perf- perfect combination of back porch sitting, intellectual curiosity, and inspiration to be a better man. Wow, man, what high praise. Thank you so much, uh, APRC fan. Yeah, We appreciate you much. Man, I-, I love the porch, man. That's just a theme for me. Every time I think of my pipe, I... I think of uh I think of my chair facing west on the porch and and the sun goes down in that direction and when it's this time of year the wind blows kind of cool and the mosquitoes Dude, go away this is the perfect time of year and 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 the whiskey is kind of warm on your
0: belly yeah, yeah, it's, it's nice, man. I just lulled you to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, brother. Look, uh, we love this kind of feedback, and you know, I was just telling uh, JD before the show just how, what an, what an honor it is to have you guys tuning in and, and just kind of uh, mm-hmm. being part of uh, this ever growing community. And and the feedback that we get from you, I was telling I was telling JD before the show that the the fact that we consistently see uh, praise for John David's knowledge, which is awesome and and tremendous and true. And then also just the quality of the show, it it means so much because I mean I, I, we really do. We put a lot of heart and soul in this show, and and we just are very rewarded that you guys are picking up on that. So yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Absolutely, for that. it really is an honor so we look we uh, we love doing more than just you listening to the podcast we love all of you who do but if you'd like to listen in live be sure to do so you can actually tune in on uh, country radio.com every single monday night at seven thirty p.m central that is five thirty p.m pacific eight thirty 30 eastern uh, of course during the show you can always tweet into us you can follow us on twitter at squire radio or you can follow us individually i'm at the real bow york i'm at john david cole and you can get us at the shop at at underscore country squire and of course all this information and more can be found at country squire radio.com and uh hey last but not least i'm going to throw this in here one last time be sure that you are checking us out on the new satchel player uh a podcast player that is currently in beta for android we are leaving stitcher so if you're listening to us through stitcher i would encourage you to check us out at this point um we'll be there for the next couple of weeks but we will be moving so just we're, just, we're just moving along yeah we're, we're yeah moving along moving along right, right. moving right along do, 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 at least do, you're not do, rapping dude that new muppet show we don't, have, to, we don't, yeah, have, we time don't have time for that. Next week. Next week. <laughs> All right. Well, JD, let's go tonight. See you, brother. You've been listening to Country Squire Radio, a member of the Podesterry Network. For more information on this and other shows, please visit podesterry.com.